red-blooded outdoors, y'all. Got Ratchaloon over there. What a deal, Ratchaloon. What's going on, Pop Pop? I will be Cornbread today. Cornbread? Cornelius Esquire the Third. Cornelius Esquire the Third. Uh, what what do you got going on the third weekend of April? Me? Yeah. Uh, nothing that I know of right let me, now. Let me say real quick. No, 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 no. The fourth, fourth weekend of April. Yeah. What you got? What you got cracking? That would be the twenty third. Yeah. And the twenty fourth. That's right. Nothing as of now. Well. Oh. Uh, Spring breaks the first week of April. Yeah. Do you want to go up there about Knoxville, Tennessee, and try to get on some gobblers? Some some gob. Now, if you say yes, then you going. Like you don't back out. I need an answer now. Why you got you got to have the answer right now? Yeah, yeah. Like the man's waiting to hear who's coming. Then yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm about to send the text right now. Send the text. Send the text. What you want to talk about this week? It, hold on. You can't just jump from that. You, yeah, I, I mean, can. just straight up from you want to go to Nashville. No, I said Knoxville. Ten- oh, Knoxville, ten- Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. No. Well, I guess I'll go then. I thought you said Nashville. Yeah. They ain't. You ain't gonna go uh, turkey hunting, slap dab in the middle of Nashville. I'll call a job up in the middle of the Grand Ole Opry, son. Just let me grab my notes out here. Well, you're gonna have to do something with that paper, cause I ain't gonna listen to that. Hey, that's how I keep my notes, cuz. I keep them all folded up in my pocket. Uh. What's up? You, what, you got a dang, you got a piece of paper over there? You got, yeah. You got two big old things written up. Three. Well, I got. What's two. that, podcast material? I got one thing written up, and then the third thing. Podcast material? Yeah, I found something I'd like to talk about. A little, well, little article I read I'd like to talk about. Well, bust it off one time. So, let's see him. Hey, you better come crisp. I don't want to hear any. Well, I don't really know, or maybe, or I don't. I didn't see that. I mean, if you did some research, do is this Cooney? I, this ain't like really in depth research. This ain't like the most in depth, in depth research can be. So, is it just something you would like to talk about? It's something that that I was seeing, and I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool." I want to talk about it. So, is it Cooney around the world? Cooney around America? This be around America. Cooney around America. Okay. So I come across this article, and the headline was, Man loses, man gets banned from hunting for lifetime. Okay. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to click on it. So it read that a 33-year-old man by the name of Justin Ernest. Okay. Was, the cops were called to his house. About a domestic violence dispute. Okay, where where does Mr. Ernest live at? He lives in Michigan. Michigan. How old is this story, by the way? The, well, I, part of it come from an article in 2021 when the first half happened, and then the last half was 
published February twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Okay. So we up there we up there in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty recent. Okay. So this so he was cops were called to his house in a domestic violence dispute. Okay. So they get there and they notice as they're walking to the house a barn. And this barn they see hanging up in it multiple deer. Multiple trophy bucks is what they were calling them. The okay. The the police. The, the entire deer. Yeah, like the whole deer just hanging up in there. Okay. So they get to they get looking around. They end up not arresting him, but they they take note of the deer, and they they hand it over to a local DNR officer. The DNR officer goes out, gets a search warrant, and he goes out and searches the barn. He did what to the barn? Searches the barn. He, you said searches the barn. Well, you're looking at me weird, and you're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but anyways, he finds five ten-point bucks okay. and three eight-point bucks hanging in this barn. Okay. So they arrest the man, and they confiscate the deer, of course. What would they charge him with? Well, they Right now, they charge him with having all those deer over the limit. Okay. So later on, he is released. And the cop and the cops go back over there on another call of methamphetamine was the call. So they go back over there. So, so hold on. How does how does such methamphetamine did somebody just call nine one one and they answered the phone? What city was this in in Michigan? I, it didn't say the city. It just said Michigan. So they just say, "Hey, this is Yankee Town, Michigan." <laughs> Yankee what? Town. <laughs> What what's your emergency? And somebody just said, methamphetamine. <laughs> no, it wasn't that they just called and yelled methamphetamine. It was called that the guy had suspected to have methamphetamine on him by the homeowner. Okay. <laughs> so the homeowner called the cops this time. Okay. And when they got there, so they, they found the methamphetamine and they arrested the man. And then they seen another deer hanging up in the barn. This one was a nine point. So the DNR comes over there, and then they do a little bit more investigation. And they end up finding... So they got another church warrant? Yeah, they got another church warrant. <laughs> so they end up finding all these deer, and then they search his truck. And they find two shotguns, a crossbow, a bloody crossbow bolt in the bed, and a handheld spotlight under the driver's seat. So on. So, and, and the article read that this guy had already had prior felonies. It didn't okay. say what for. It just said he had felonies. I would, I would, you know, not trying to be judgmental, but it's probably got something to do with methamphetamine. If I had to guess. Right. But anyway, so when they take him in, he gets released on bond two days later. Right. And he was called to appear back in court on December 20th of 2021. Well, he appeared in court. And I first read the article when the first one come out of November 18th of 2021. Mm-hmm. And then I come back across it the other day right. when it was published again in the 25th of February. Yeah. And they've come up with the charges. So he got charged with nine counts of taking game illegally for all nine deer. He got charged with two counts of firearm possession of a felon. Mm-hmm. One count of hunting with a revoked license, 
or obtaining a hunting license when ineligible. So I'm okay. He probably he probably wasn't able to have one. Right. And he tried to sign up for one. Yeah. So he got charged with all that. And this is what's what interested me was his sentence. Okay. So he had his life he had a lifetime revocation of his hunting license. Revocation. Yeah. However you say it. I say revocation. <laughs> revocation of his hunting license. He was ordered to pay $25,000 in fines and serve a minimum of 18 months to a maximum of five years in prison. 18 months to a maximum of five years in prison. Yeah. And lifetime revocation. Revocation. Of all of his hunting privileges. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's his name again? Justin Ernest. Shame on you, Justin Whoa. Ernest. <laughs> that was very bad of you to do such a thing. I'll slap you on the hand, boy. Hey, I'm with it. You don't need to hunt, cuz. Now, do you agree with the sentence? Absolutely. Is my question to you. Absolutely. 100%. It's very clear that he ain't give a fat rat about any hunting laws, period. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, anybody that, that cared about so that cared about the wildlife in general yeah. wouldn't be taking all those trophy bucks anyway. Right. Or yeah. trophy bucks as they say anyway. Yeah. Get you some of that. But I so I was reading through some of the comments on the article. So where'd you read that article? This one I actually wrote that down. Citing my sources. One come from foxnews.com. Okay. The other one come from the second publication come from fox2detroit.com. Okay. So that's where I got all that information from. Look at you. Look at you, Cooney around America. So what was so interesting about the comments? Huh? Well, there was people like in the comments and understandably just getting, you could you could tell they were getting hype about it. And I read one comment what a, what in particular. A, what do they call them people that, that get on there and comment something like, oh, you moling. Why are you moling on, on my post? Why? <laughs> it ain't moling. It's trolling. Trolling. Why are you trolling? <laughs> Why are you moling on my post? <laughs> Why would you think it was called moling? Well, oh, mole. I mean, what's the... What's it matter if it's called? What's it matter if it's called moling or trolling? Moling around on my post. What's it? What's it matter if it's called moling or trolling? Because moling's not a thing you can do. But a dad bum mole's real. Yeah, a troll ain't. So I mean, a mole's digging around in the ground, being old, being old rodent, being a pest. I figured that's the same thing. I mean, that's what they're saying that troll is, ain't it? Why you huh? molding around on my post? <laughs> Next time you comment on a picture I post on somewhere, I'm gonna comment that back. I'm gonna be like, "Get off here, Daddy! Quit molding around on my post." <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> I read a comment on there, and the the guy in the comment said, "These charges are absurd. This dude should get a year in prison for every deer he killed." That joker said nine years in prison. So I wonder. I, well, you know, he might he might be going by like how the law's written. 
you know, you might. We don't know how it's written up in Michigan. He could be going by if you just got charged with doing that once. You see what I'm saying? It could be up to a year in prison. Yeah. Per incident, or, you know, for one deer. So he might be saying something along the lines. I don't feel like he's molding. Yeah, he, he's yeah, probably he, being straight yeah, up. He probably ain't molding, but I, I, I just feel like the, and I'm, you know, it's good that they took his lifetime, his hunting license away from him for his lifetime. But I still feel like that ain't gonna stop him. What, what if you, what if you couldn't hunt? Uh, this dude couldn't hunt anyway, and he's still hunting. What? What if you could? Yeah, <laughs> true. Sorry. True, but what if what if you couldn't hunt for a year? Like somebody said, no, you can't hunt for a year. Well, now, now, what would you do? Now, I'm saying along the lines of you didn't do nothing wrong. Just the old state of Georgia come in here and said, Coney, you you ain't hunting this year. I'd hunt. I live my life by the motto of who's gonna stop me. Son. Who's I gonna mean, stop me? You got you got it bad like that? Who who's gonna stop me? That's the uh, I feel like I feel like somebody telling me I couldn't hunt for a year would be them taking my rights away. Yeah. And I disagree with my rights being taken away. So I respond with who's gonna stop me. There you go. Well, I think the I think the uh the the penalty the punishment's fitting for that dude you want to act like an imbecile poach all these deer i think it is too go on ahead and lose your hunting license forever because he they wasn't nothing about none of that a mistake I, I don't think the punishment would have been justified if it was just the lifetime revocation of the hunting license right he would have to have had the prison time for it to make for it to even be worth anything did he get charged with some of that meth in that whole deal? Oh, I'm sure he did. Or was that all just a straight-up case from the DNR? I, I'm assuming it's just a case from the DNR. It didn't okay. it didn't specify anything about no meth or anything like that. So. Right. Hmm. The Tennessee man just texted back and said, Game on, son. Done found another spot to hunt. About to go up there and you wear them out. And I feel like a Tennessee bird ain't got nothing for me, son. I feel like I'm a, ten a Tennessee bird run laps around. I'm a dang GA dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't studying no volunteer bird. No volunteer bird. You know what the volunteer mascot is? <laughs> it's old blue tick ham. Oh, my bad. That, that's suiting. <laughs> that's suiting. That, that is suiting. For a volunteer. Probably. Dang old trashy blue ain't tick. Ain't worth nothing. Running around cold nosing. A blue tick's either running a coon that walked four days ago or it's chasing a three-legged deer. A three-legged deer? One of the two. <laughs> I feel like a blue tick ought to be sentenced to a lifetime of no hunting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, earnest-looking dog. Dang. If I ever get me a blue tick, that's all I'm going to name it, Ernest. What was that guy's name again? <laughs> Justin Ernest. Justin Ernest. Did you ever see the movie Ernest Goes to Camp? Yeah. Or Ernest. I don't, I don't think I've seen Ernest Goes to Camp. I think I've seen the Christmas one with him in it. Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, that's it. And there's another. He's like, there's your problem, Vern. 
See, when you touch these two wires, you get a... <laughs> <laughs> There's another... Uh, it's about Halloween, but I don't I don't know if it's Ernest Saves Halloween. Or I don't feel like you need to save Halloween. I don't feel like saving Halloween's... A, I mean, you can save Christmas, but you can't save a Halloween. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I was never big on the Ernest movies anyway. They're kind of goofy. <laughs> they big-time goofy, son. They big-time goofy. Well, speaking... Speaking of have you ever seen or have you ever done or blase blase, you raised an interesting topic the other day when you said one of the one of our listeners had a request of uh would like to hear us talk about the differences of when I was growing up versus when you are still growing up. Yeah. But Versus the differences. Who did you say brought that up? That's my boy Jeff Forrester. Oh, OJ Four. I call him Jeffy Four. OJ Four. Oh, Jeffy Four. Oh, so thinking of that, what what would be now? Start at at the young age of a little ratchaloon. Okay. A little bitty knothead ratchaloon. What to your earliest? earliest memories right like when you first bounce off in the schoolhouse do you remember anything before you started going to school i don't know so don't you're know. 18 now yeah you was born in 2004 mm-hmm. okay what, I, what what would you say your earliest memories are i don't really remember much before going to school okay so what's some of your earliest memories my earliest memories of just the stuff we used to do, like in our old house we used to live in over in Rockmart. Yeah. Like just like the garden we used to have out there and all them chickens we used to have. Mm-hmm. Doing all that stuff like that. Right. That, that's like my earliest memories. Okay. So, well, now that might have been before you went to school because we lived right there. So we lived in Rockmart, Georgia, and uh, we lived the last property before there was a cave right there mm-hmm. and i believe the name of that cave and it was right off the side of the highway and it was called i think it's called white river cave and i remember one time you talking about that cave that goes like all the way from rock mart to lake altoona or something like that well i don't know nothing about that now. i've heard people talk about a cave you can get to from lake altoona and if you take that whole cave it takes you out to rock mart now, I don't know about that. That's, I want you to sit back that, and that's think. That's a long ways. That's deep, son. Yeah, I'm, I don't think that's the cave. Okay, and, well, and, that might not be the cave you're talking about. That cave might not even be real. I've just heard people talk yeah, about it. I don't think that cave exists. But anyhow, we lived right before that cave, and that cave was right off the highway. And I remember one time, it was like a Sunday evening, and I was sitting on the porch, and uh, these people come running up the driveway. You was a, I'm talking about a, a goofy noodle. You was a little bitty boy. And these people come running, help, 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 my such and such went down in the cave and the rock fell and they can't get out. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, son. You know, let, I can't remember who all was at the house. You might not even been there. It might have just been me. Uh, and you know what? 
for some reason, I don't remember if we even called 911. So I just bebopped on down in there, and there was this piece of dang, like, uh, old chert rock that had fell down. And I shimmied on down in there, not very far, like 30 foot into this cave, and sit there and just kick that thing with my, uh, sat on my butt and just kicked it with my feet, and the thing broke like nothing. Hmm. And they, they, I mean, they, they act like they had been stranded in that booger for two days. And they hadn't been in there but maybe 20 minutes. Really? I guess it just scared the far out of them. Yeah. But anyhow, that just made me think of that when you was talking about that house. Uh, that's the time. That's the time I become a, a, a cave spelunking folk hero, Cooney. <laughs> if you go in that, if you go in no. that. If you, There's drawings on the wall of that you, cave when I come in there and I, I kicked that shirt rock and it just crumbled into nothing. If if you go into that cave now and sit down, that's that Apache coming over the house. Oh. If you sit if you go in that cave now, there's there's drawings of pieces of cornbread with feet and legs kicking a big old rock, busting it. Legend pieces. says if you sit in that cave in the wee nights of the in the wee hours of the night and you just say cornbread three times a holograph of a man kicking jerk rock will just show up and you'll be able to watch the scene <laughs> so you remembered living at that house with all the chickens mm-hmm. and uh so i mean what what particulars do you remember about that i mean I, and I wrote an essay about this one time in in, in a world lit, and I don't know why it, I don't know why it stuck with me like it like it has, but I remember one night we was we was dealing with them chickens. It was right when we got done selling some to one of the guys you used to work with, and Mama went to Bojangles and got the bow box. You know what the bow box is? Remember the bow box? Where you can get like all the pieces, like it's like a family meal type don't, thing. Don't let Chad know you're oh, talking know. about Bojangles. I know it'd just be awful. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know why it stuck with me like it did, but just that memory of eating that Bojangles bow box that night. Yeah, we got we got the pictures here at the house somewhere, where me and Buck are sitting on the front porch, and you got y'all took pictures of us out there, and it was right. that night we ate that. I don't know why that stuck with me like it did. Huh. But I remember another time, Austin, mm-hmm. they, they'll remember Austin, Gingall, that house she used to live in in Rockmart. Your grandmother. Yeah. She had that big magnolia tree in the front yard. Right. And Austin was way up in that thing one day, and he fell out of it and hit the ground and landed on a cinder block, and it, like, knocked the breath out of him. Mm-hmm. But I remember the ambulance come and got him, and they took him to the hospital and did that thing, did did all their stuff. And for some reason that night, we all just gathered up at our house and had like a big family dinner type thing. So I guess what you're saying is you remember when you was young, that age, young, mm-hmm. Cooney, four, five, six, seven years old. Yeah, that was old. like elementary school, Cooney. Early elementary school. Uh what you would remember, what you remembered was having chickens, the actual place where we lived, family meals, 
stuff like that, right? Yeah. So that's that's pretty back, much back what, in the simpler times. So that's pretty much what I, you know, that I think those are very similar to my memories, uh, and how I seen my early childhood. You know, my papa had chickens and hogs, so we was out there feeding the chickens and the hogs and. Now but, we did have hogs at one time. Yeah, we did. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, and having to go down to the creek and fill up a five-gallon bucket of water, me and Buck wouldn't it take both of us to carry it back to you? Right. And throw that hog slop in there, and of course, all you did was open the bag and pour the hog slop in, and then me and Buck had to lug the water and stir up the hog slop and pour the hog slop in, yeah. and all. Me and Buck had to do all the work, but. But I, I remember, I remember feeding the chickens. And the rooster son just flogging the tail out of you, son. Just hopping on you. And I'm talking about flogging. Flogging the rip out of you. Um, I remember that. I remember Poogee got a pet duck, my, my cousin Poogee, when we was feeding the hogs. And that duck got in the hog pen. And one, one or both the hogs jumped on that duck and ate everything except the bill and the feet. Really? Yeah, hog eat just about anything. So I, I get you know. So though those young years now, man, we chopped a lot of wood. We chopped a lot of wood. That's something I've. That's something we never. Me and Buck never really had to do. That was chopped wood. I mean, we've chopped wood before. Yeah. But we didn't have to. Yeah. I, y'all were probably chopping it because you probably was heating by a fireplace. What was that song you was listening to the, the other day? Chop wood and tote water. Oh yeah, that's by the. Uh, Statler Brothers. Statler Brothers. Yeah. Chop wood and carry water. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, now one thing, when when I was younger, that I'd say, I remembered we was all the time out in the woods. I mean, if we wasn't shooting squirrels or birds, we was catching frogs or walking down to the creek and doing all kinds of stuff at the creek you know fishing throwing rocks just all kinds of mess like that right there which y'all didn't have um y'all didn't have the ability to do that especially there because we lived right on the side of the highway Mm -hmm. and back behind us was knox mountain and um I wasn't going to let y'all go back in there doing that. I just wasn't going to let it happen. I mean, we still we still played outside just about all day yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember this, probably, this is still elementary school, but you and Mama would go to work in the mornings, mm-hmm. and we would go over to Gingalls, which is my grandma. We'd go over to her house, and she lived right on the side mm-hmm. of the road, too. You got a lot going on. I'm going to have to unhook this phone from this thing, you know what I mean? If it keeps doing that. But uh, we would still go outside and play all day. Yeah. We, we would get there in the morning and we'd go outside, play, and Gingall would call us back in come lunchtime. Yeah. And she'd make us all lunch, and then we'd go back outside and play and come back in at night, and we'd eat supper, have ice cream, and... That's yeah. pretty much, and then y'all would come pick us up. We'd go back to the house. I remember squirrel hunting with my papa, but we would we was squirrel assassins. Me and my cousin Poogie. I mean, it was we was squirrel assassins, son. 
I mean, it was from daylight to dark. I remember I had a, a Dukes of Hazard big wheel. <laughs> and uh, no, 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 no. What it was, I got a G.I. Joe big wheel one year for Christmas, and it had a, a big old water gun on the front of it and a windshield. <laughs> but I wanted the Dukes of Hazard big wheel for Christmas, and Poogee got the Dukes of Hazard big wheel. So, But I lived there at Mama and Papa's, and so that big wheel stayed there at Mama and Papa's. Son, I wore that Dukes of Hazard big wheel out. <laughs> it had a it had a big handbrake on one of the back tars, <laughs> and you could take off. You could get that thing going, son, and you could reach down, and, and it was on the right-hand side. I remember it like it's yesterday, son. And you jerk up on that handbrake and lock that tar down on that big wheel, son. You'd spin. Uh. They make these things now. They're called a green machine. They're battery-powered. So they're like an electric scooter and stuff like that. But you get them things going, and you, the way you steer them is they got two handles right here. Like just two long handles coming out. And you push down on on your well, right side to turn to left. You need to understand you're on a podcast. So when you say you got okay. two handles so let right me, Yeah, let me describe it better. So you're, you're sitting down. You got two wheels on the back, one on the front. Yeah. Like well, a, no, you, no, you have two on the front. Like a go-kart? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember how they work. Okay. But the way you steer it is you got two handles coming from the back wheels. Right. So, you know, you push down on your left, and they come up right to your side. Mm-hmm. So you push down on the left, and that'll make you turn right. Yeah. Push down on your right, it'll make you turn left. But the whole goal in them is to, like, drift with them. Right. So you just get up going, and you just push down real hard and pull up real hard with your right hand, and you just spin that thing in a circle. Yeah. Ooh, them th- never had one they look fun but well, i bet they'd be fun boy i'm telling you, you couldn't hang with that dukes that has a big wheel I'm, what me and buck had when we were growing up i don't know where we had like two or three of them but they were these little little they all they did was roll they wasn't no battery power to them or nothing they had a steering wheel and that was it but they were shaped like a rocket you remember them things? yeah i remember it yeah I, I don't even know what you'd call that thing i don't even know where they even come from yeah I don't. I think they said radio flyer on them. It was they just might have been, but that's all they were was a steering wheel and nothing else. And the steering wheel didn't even turn the wheels. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a we had a gravel driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just imagine little old Cooney and little old Buck going down a gravel driveway with no control. Only the front two wheels turned, but the steering wheel didn't turn them. Right. So you're going down a dra- gravel driveway, and you're gaining speed, and you're just boom, boom, just slamming back and forth and silence. Yeah. Oh, it was dangerous. So, so you remembered. So I would say our early years were very similar. You remember yeah. chickens and pigs, and taking care of them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a we had a pretty good sized garden too. I don't think you liked taking care of the pigs because every time you tell the story, it was always. We had to go down to the creek and get this water and these five-gallon buckets. You didn't like that, did you? It was you? miserable. You got a little seven-year-old coonie out here, barely knows how to do freaking one-times multiplication tables. <laughs> Just like now. <laughs> and I'm having to carry 
a five gallon bucket full of water two or three of them back and forth every night just about well, that ain't no big deal son i remember the first time y'all ever had me get in there and try to catch them piglets i was scared to death son what was you scared of the mama yeah that thing was big <laughs> i would i mean i wouldn't be scared of it now because i know i know better now i know that i can just like kick that pig in the head and it'll leave me alone yeah but i mean <laughs> little seven-year-old cooney ain't no match for that big old 150 200 pound hog mm -hmm. so you you remember the taking care of the animals you know playing around playing outside uh being at your grandmama's house you know mm -hmm. so I, i'd say that's that's fairly I'm, I'm gonna tell one story about cooney going to school and then we'll move on okay when cooney first started going to school he would not use the bathroom at school. That poor little feller, it used to break my heart. You would get in the truck if I picked you up or if mama picked you up or if your mama picked you up and it was the same, you would be almost in tears. Sometimes you would be in tears because you would hold your pee and your poop the whole time that first year of school do you remember that that never happened that happened and we would have to get you to the bathroom as quick as we could because you just would not use the bathroom at school you know fun fact i'll do it if it's most absolutely got to happen but i still do not like using the bathroom at school is that why you when you come home i mean you're just in the bathroom forever no i, I i'll use the bathroom at work that ain't no problem I like using the bathroom at work. Uh, I'll go in there and I'll use it. And I, and it's right beside my friend Mason's bay at work where he works on the cars at. Yeah. I'll go in there and I'll use it. And when I walk out, I'll leave the door open and I won't turn the fan on. Wow. Uh, it'll make, it'll make, he'll be like, yeah, turn the fan on. That's awful. And mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, I can't smell it. <laughs> Son. So, all right, so that's early elementary years. Is there anything during those years that other than what we just talked about that you remember or that, that sticks out in your mind not really i mean mo that's mostly what all it was around yeah. elementary school times yeah was chickens Chicken. chickens were always a big part of my life i don't know why yeah. we just always had chickens so then you move on up until you're your later elementary years and your junior high years what do you remember about those times from eight to let's say 12 13 years old well, we moved we moved where we're at now mm -hmm. when i was in fourth grade third Probably, grade fourth yeah, grade something like that so that's when we started living here and i remember i remember the first year we moved where we're at now and it just come up the most awfulest snowstorm in the world yeah and there was just inches of snow on the ground mm -hmm. and it was not long before that mama had wrecked that ford ranger we had and mama i remember mama was in a rental car at the time but me and buck woke up on christmas morning and we hadn't been living here but maybe what two or three months and they was we had bicycles sitting there <laughs> and we're like bicycles can't even ride these things. That's two foot of snow on the ground. 
son. <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm thinking to myself, I don't really remember many Christmases. Not not that I had bad, you know. Yeah. Not that I didn't get gifts or nothing. I'm not saying that. I just. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember many of them. But shoot, I'm 45. You're just 18. Yeah, I remember. I remember a good many of Christmases. So as that, so now, now we're you don't remember the animals because we didn't really have any animals, uh, farm animals here. I mean, we had chickens one time, but yeah, but that I, didn't last but very I remember long. You and Buck was especially Buck. Y'all was trapping possums and yeah, that uh, was back when Buck got real big into the snare making, and Buck was making snares. Didn't y'all catch some rabbits or something too, or something? Yeah, I remember you and Buck made a rabbit box one time. Yeah, and uh, I mean the day after we set it up, that freaking pine tree fell over on top of it. Yeah, and we went out there, and the rabbit box is just still intact. Hey, when I make a rabbit, I'm a craftsman. When I make I'm a, a craftsman, <laughs> when I make a rabbit box, son, that joker, you got to quit shaking that leg. That is wearing me out. Why does that wear you out? Shaking when somebody shakes your leg. When I make a rabbit box, I'm talking about that Joker's solid, son. Now I tell you, when I make a rabbit box, the rabbits want to get in that box. Right. <laughs> so, as as you. In that period of time right there, what do you think your childhood was like? What are some of the things you remember? What Was video games more prevalent? When do you remember getting a cell phone? What I mean, what was school like? Yeah, that, what that what were any, any events that went on in the world? What was any of that? Is that the time... I do, I do remember one world event I do remember was when they killed Osama bin Laden. Okay. I remember it was me, you, and Buck. We was all at the house, and Mom was at work, and we were watching it on the TV. And, I, and of course, I'm a little boy. I didn't really know what was going on. And Daddy's like, well, they just killed Osama bin Laden. Right. And I'm like, okay. Don't really know what that means, but all right. Now, I mean, now I do, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... That was like the first world event I I remember remembering, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, them late late elementary and middle school years, that was when we started getting real big into the into the playstations and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember Guitar Hero. I remember getting Guitar Hero Five for Christmas one year. Never even learned how to play it. I mean, you got me the complete set: the guitars, drums, microphone, everything. Never didn't even know how to play it. Never learned how to play it. Never even played it. Right. Then I remember getting a PS3 for Christmas one year, and that was when we started playing more more video games. And of course, we still playing the PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two was the greatest era of PlayStation. So, I think for me at that time, I remember. Um, you know the Cold War between the United States and Russia. I remember those type of things uh, being talked about on a regular basis around adults and on the news and stuff like that. What made me think of that is when you said, you know, Osama Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Um, so I remember that um, as far as world events. Um, you know, 
I was still so we had moved to town so I it's, it's sort of interesting because then also I was sort of taken out of the I could you know be in the woods all the time and you know be uh around the farm animals and stuff like that so sort of it's yeah that's very similar as far as time frame yeah as as you know when we bounced out i i I remember getting a nintendo talking about video games i don't know what year it was it wasn't the year nintendo come out but uh i do remember getting a nintendo probably 87 88 Something like that. I think Nintendo come out eighty five, eighty six. Okay. I remember getting. I know, that. I know, like elementary school, like so elementary or not elementary middle school, which here it's middle school and sixth through eighth grade. And I know a lot of places they kind of combine those grades together at a school. Right. But here it's sixth through eighth grade, and I remember those. Those are the years where I started getting like listening to music. Yeah, I was and about to say the same thing. Started learning, started learning songs and stuff like that. Yeah, so that that was something big that happened. So what what do you remember? What was the first album? So you would have been getting music in a different way because the internet. I didn't have the internet yeah, at, you had, at that age. Did I don't you have an eight track. Man, I don't even remember even getting on the internet until probably I was your age now 18 19 years old there yeah. was this thing called AOL um, and it was called a, it was America online and that was like how you accessed the internet hmm yeah yeah no I was I just I've, I've always had Google so I don't I don't I don't remember yeah I was probably your age. So how do, how how do you first remember saying okay, little bitty Cooney's going to access him some music? Probably, it probably have been actually when we lived in our old house in Rockmart. Now I think about it, because we always had a computer, like an actual desktop, right? And me and Buck would just get on there and watch video, go to YouTube, and just watch videos all yeah. day. So that was that was even before. Yeah, I mean that was before middle school. Yeah, that that was like before. Even before fifth grade, third grade. What was the? Do you remember the first actual music that you bought or purchased? And it was like, this is my music. Like, went online and like bought the music, or well, see, that's even what I'm saying. Went online and bought it. Like, for me, that because was like it was cassettes. Yeah. For me, so how, however you bought it. However so you the got first it. piece of music I ever bought, I know the song, and it was on iTunes when I got my iPod. And the first song I ever bought was... How old was you? Ooh. Dang, I was probably out 13, maybe? Okay. Probably, probably, probably 11 to 13, somewhere around there. Right. The first song I ever bought was Country Boy Can't Survive by Hank Williams Jr., and on iTunes, you paid like a dollar twenty-three for a song, and that was the first song ever. I still, I, well, I don't have it on this phone anymore. Right. But I had it on my iTunes account up until I lost my phone the other day or a couple months ago. Now I don't have it. But first song I ever bought 
What what do you think was the first cassette I ever bought? The first cassette. First cassette. That was act. This is my music right here. I don't know. I don't think Metallica was on cassette. I think that's too, too, too. I think Metallica, Metallica come out in the eighties, son. So yeah, that'd be on cassette in the early eighties. So that's on cassette. Yeah, it was on cassette. I, I don't know, because I don't know if it'd be like a rock song or a country. What genre was it? What genre was it? You got you yeah. to pick. Come on, we podcast. Metallica. It was a Metallica. Ooh. And Justice for All. Oh. I remember we used to have these record stores called Turtles. <laughs> what? So we... We had we had uh, they was called record stores, but they sold cassettes. And then later on, when CDs come out, they sold CDs as well. And that's where you went. You went in there and bought your music. And like if it was concerts coming or whatever, you went there and st- stood in line and waited on them to start selling these tickets to concerts. Now you just go on Ticketmaster. Yeah. Click. I want this seat right here. Yeah. And that's how much it's going to cost me. I want two of them. We'll email it to you. Yeah. You skipped the line. That was the fir- first cassette I bought, Metallica and Justice for All. And I believe that was 1988. Whew. So I'd have been 11, 12 years old in 1988. Talk about a cassette, son. I don't even own a cassette tape. Believe that. I own a stack of records. I, st- I had some of the... Uh, all my cassettes somewhere or another i don't know where they're at now i'm i have i have a stack of cds that were yours mm-hmm. a lot of alabama cds in there and stuff right and then i still got a i still got a one of them big old thing you know them big old covers that zip up and everything like you store cds in i got the one mama used to keep up in the visor of her car right and then i got and gingall gave me her set of CDs and a George Strait complete album set right. not long ago. So I got I got a bunch of CDs and a few records, but nothing nothing else. Not no. So what what else of that time do you remember of your of your junior high years? Like like I said, video games and so how, you talking about the record store? We we had we used to go to GameStop a good bit. Yeah, y'all like had to video, buy video games video and stuff game. like that. Yeah, I think those come out when I was like sixteen, seventeen years old. Video game stores come oh, out. I thought you meant GameStop. Yeah, and I don't know particularly when they come out, but we had we had a we had them. Remember them PSPs. Yeah, them handheld video games. Yeah, them games. things was pretty sick. We had them Game Boys and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all didn't. Y'all had the Game Boys too, didn't y'all? Yeah, I don't that know. That was like a 90s thing, I, I think. I, I never had one. I don't know when they come out. but Now, Dad, Daddy's over here rocking the Atari and the Nintendo 64. And the, the regular old Nintendo, son. Um, so, yeah, that's... And I remember, like I said, I remember... You know the Cold War stuff, uh, not heavenly, heavy, heavily, um, but I, I do rem- I do remember hearing that uh, on a regular basis. 
and you said you remembered when Osama bin Laden was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else you got there? What else do you remember when you was? Uh, my, my my middle school years pretty much just consisted of video games. Pretty much, I mean that that was a lot of what I did there in middle school. Yeah, of course. We lived here in our house, and the house next to us, we got Gingal, and you would still, we were still a little bit too young to be staying at the house by ourselves. So when we got off the bus, we'd go stay at Gingal's house still. Mm-hmm. And of course, we didn't really play video games at Gingal's house. No, I mean, you wouldn't, y'all wouldn't just straight up video games, video games, no, video No, I mean, games. like on the weekends, we wasn't but, really playing them. We but, was out hunting and stuff like that. But. Yeah, but, and y'all didn't really play with many, very many toys. Like, I mean, no, y'all had toys, but y'all didn't, like, have... We had stuff like BB guns and airsoft guns and Nerf guns. And yes, y'all had stuff like like toys like that. Like football. We had stuff yeah. you could play outside with. But y'all didn't much. do, like, the action figures and no. all that kind of mess. No. We didn't have Barbies and stuff like you what, did. What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the Berlin Wall come down. Uh, I believe that was in 89. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. That's right. A little bit of Ronald Reagan for you, mm. boy. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that's pretty interesting. You know, I going back to my younger years, uh, I went to a lot of church with my papa. And I remember a lot of that, and that was because I lived... Uh, we lived with my mama and papa. That was a big deal. Was going to church, and I remember going. I mean, that church didn't have no heat in there. Man, I remember when revival would come around in the summertime. It would be so hot in that church. I mean, hot in that church. I remember that when I was a, a little kid. We never, me and Buck never really went to church that much. No. I mean. I remember a brief period of time where we went to, I want to say it was on Wednesdays, on Wednesday night, we went to like a, we went to a church mm-hmm. and sort of did the little, like where you go into a classroom and sit down and yeah. got like a toy at the end. And stuff. I remember that for a brief period of time. Yeah. But not that much. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, we never we never really did go into church. So, so move on into your your early teenage years now. What do you re- what do you remember that being like? Let's see, so early teen. I'm gonna call my early teenage years high school, right? Because that, that's about your early teenage I, years. I think our me. school our schooling was fairly similar. I don't think there was really much difference in schools. Now um, I hear I, you talk about how when you was in school, you didn't have all these breaks like we had. No, we didn't have all these. I mean, y'all get up. I remember we got a a break for the holidays. We got a one-week break for Thanksgiving, a two-week break for Christmas and New Year's, and then a spring break. See, we get get our spring break. First first comes winter break, which Mm -hmm. is in February. Then we get a spring break, which is beginning of April. Yeah. Then we get our – I think there's a – Don't y'all have another break in September? It's a fall break. September's a fall break. Yeah. But, like, for me this year, I'll be graduating in May. Yeah. So I won't 
May's come summer. Yeah. And then after that, we go back in August. And then in September, we got our fall break. Mm-hmm. Then December, our, well, then be Thanksgiving break. Then we'll have our Christmas, which is two weeks. Yeah, we, we didn't have all those breaks. But now we didn't go back until after Labor Day. That's when we went back to school. Plus, we have now teacher work days. Yeah, we had those, too. Did y'all have those? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be like a day here and there where just no school. So the differences of your high school, though, is this COVID. Mm-hmm. That, that's something you've experienced going to school that I didn't at all. I mean, I remember when it first happened, what, back in 2020? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, what was it, March? or so, Yeah, it was yeah. March. They, right, that's it, no more school. Yeah, I'm weak. That what they call the, the COVID class is what they were calling it that year. And pretty much what our school did... Was they said any, because when it first hit, we just did like if it was online work. Mm-hmm. So you'd still have to do work and you're still getting graded for it. But then later on, towards the end of the year, when it come time for the school year to be over, they come out with, well, I tell you what, this was so unexpected and there really wasn't nothing we could do. So anything from the last day of in-person school to the end of the year cannot count against yeah it can only help it can't hurt the student you see what i'm saying right so it's pretty much everything from that last day of school in march to that or from that last day in person in march to the last day of school the 28th of may was pretty much nothing but extra credit so it was like you didn't even have school for two months Mm -hmm. so it was I mean, that that's that's yeah. how it went my yeah. junior year. Well, you know, when that first started, I remember, and I don't want to see anybody not have what they feel uh, they earned or anything like that. So this this ain't a dig at nobody, but um, it could be. And I I haven't experienced either one, uh, but you know, when it first hit. You heard or seen a lot of stuff about how awful it was. Some kids wasn't going to have a graduation because of it. And they weren't going to allow a graduation or whatever. Regardless of what you feel about the COVID, it really don't matter. Just for this Mm -hmm. conversation's sake, what I thought would... No, what would really suck would be back in the 60s and 70s and you graduated... And they said, here, get onto this plane and welcome to the jungle. Yeah. You graduated. We'll holler at you over there about Vietnam. That would suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that would, that's going to put a damper on your graduation house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a different Many, type of graduation party right there. Much respect. To all the men and women that served through that time, much respect. That that is some sacrificing your graduation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, not to take anything away from yeah. anybody else, but but I mean, back to like our scenario at at our school. So we the way we do it at our school is you take four classes from August to your Christmas break 
and then you take the rest of your four classes after Christmas break to the end of the year. Yeah. So really, we didn't. You missed. We missed almost half of all those courses, or a little more than half, mm-hmm. because we were out from March to May. We only did two months of those four classes. So pe- people at my school pretty much just passed four classes without doing anything. Yeah. Sort of. Really, you missed out on that education. Absolutely. That there was four classes worth of education you just didn't get. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it was. What What about your driving? How, what's your perspective on uh, getting your license? What 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 did you have what did you exactly have to do to get your license? So for me to get mine, I had to, to well you gotta get your permit first. And to get your permit yeah. you, you get the book. I, I had to go up to the D M V and get a get a book to study. Yeah, I had to do that. Okay. And when you feel like you studied enough, you go up there and you'll take your written test, which now is on a computer, and you have to score at least eighty. I, I scored 100 because it's easy to me anyway. But then you get your permit, and you have to have your permit for a year and a day. So once you've had that permit for a year and a day, and and there's there's like you have to have so many hours of behind the wheel, and it's so, supposed to be so many hours at night and so and many during the day. Y'all had to take a course called Joshua's Law too, right? Yeah, we had to take that course. That was required to get your learners not just you had to take that to even get your learners so so that was a 30 hour course i want to say so i had to get my permit but that's it and i don't remember how long i had to have it i I, I can't articulate on if i had to have it a certain time but i didn't have to have so much time behind the wheel day and night and, and i didn't have to take joshua's law it was just you know i had my CDLs two weeks after I turned 18. No, excuse me. I had my permit two weeks after I turned 18. I had my CDLs two months after I turned 18. So so when you got your learner's permit for driving just a regular vehicle, was it 15? Yes. To get that still? Yes. So it's the same. So 15, you can get your permit. And like I said, a year and a day. So when you're 16, you can get your license. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to go. And when you go to get your license, you have to take the written test again and the driving test. Right. And our driving test, not going to lie, I feel like it really don't prove if you can drive or not. Yeah, y'all don't drive that much. We lit- We probably did a big two-mile circle. And that's about it. And the spot we did it in was right in downtown, where you don't accelerate no more than thirty-five miles an hour at any given time. So, I mean, so, so do you remember a time without a cell phone? Without me having a cell phone, yeah, uh, I remember that. Do you remember a time without me having a cell phone? Your parents. Would you consider an Would you consider a Nextel a cell phone? It I had, mean, I would. it had a phone on it. I remember you having a Nextel. It, they weren't smartphones by any means. No, but I remember you having an. I remember you and I think Mama had one too. Yeah. A Nextel. Yeah, man, which was I'm, like a walkie-talkie in a phone. I'm, I missed a Nextel, son. I I heard a couple of years ago that they were gonna bring them back. 
But yeah, I, I, I didn't see them. I heard it. Too. I wish they would. I'd fire that jewel up, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> have you ever, if they come out with the next tail and you have one, I'm moving. I'm going to require you to get it. Oh, yeah. If, if you're going to live in this house, you're going to have a next tail. No. Yeah. And you're going to watch the movie Tombstone this week, or you ain't going to live in this house much longer, anyhow. I do need to watch it. Um, but I don't, I don't remember. Like, I'm sure you probably had a pager. Do like you, he was Tom Cruise or something. Do you remember a time without Google? I don't. Mm-mm. You don't? No, I remember being able to go on the computer and Google up YouTube and watch the annoying orange. That, that uh, was what me and Buck used to watch. We also watched those epic rap battles of history. So y'all y'all watched a lot of videos. Yeah. And stuff. So I didn't I didn't have any I, of that. I remember when me and Buck were little. We were, that's when we got real big into the wrestling. Yeah. Like, not just WWE wrestling, but like physically wrestling. Right. We wrestled for the Rock Mark Takedown Club, son. Remember that? I do. I, I do. I remember our, our training. Daddy would make us do. We had a big kitchen island in our kitchen at our old house. Remember, we'd have to get in those trash bags, and you'd make us run around in the kitchen. Yeah. Sweating off all that weight. So when you started your, your, your work career, too, you know, you you... You had a. You started out working in a restaurant. I worked in a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, a little bit younger than what you started out. I worked in a restaurant, and then you pretty much went straight to construction. After that, yeah, I worked at a at a pizza place for washing dishes. I worked mm-hmm. there. I, I was there just long enough to get two paychecks, and we got paid biweekly. Well, you worked at mine and your mama's restaurant too. Oh for yeah, a while. that's right. Well, I worked at our auction too that we had. Yeah. So but, you you worked at you know a fairly I mean, I, young age. Yeah, and most of the jobs I had were dealt with customer service. Really, you right. know, at an auction you got to be able to talk to people. Right. At a restaurant you have to be able to talk to people. I remember when we we had it. We I was dipping plates, standing up there, and I mean that that dipping plates. It that's the job is talking to people. You know, asking what you want and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then dishwashing that that was easy. So I did I did that for two two months, and then the COVID thing happened, and I wasn't able I wasn't getting but one day a week, five hours. So yeah. I was like, I really need to be looking for something else because yeah. that's when you'd bought me my first truck, and I was trying to get it to pass emissions and. All that. Now that was one thing COVID did help out with. Remember, we couldn't get the truck to pass emissions, and we just kept doing temporary tags. Oh yeah. They just kept sending them to us. Right. Giving us just kept kicking the date back and back because of COVID. So that helped out a lot. Then I. So so that that was very similar on on how you started. Um, so man, you know, I'd say other than other than the y'all watching the videos and so many video games i would say it was very pretty similar the you know i i would say that yeah i mean which i you know you had information at your fingertips with a snap of a finger that, that i didn't have like it it was encyclopedias for us the sources and dictionaries the source and, and stuff like that you know what i mean how often have you used, have you ever used the source yeah i have yeah i used to use it all the time when i was policing doing reports really yeah like i know what a the source is but like 
what is it? Really, I ain't never used one. What, do you want a, uh, what is it, the, the thesaurus according to Google? The thesaurus? Because a thesaurus, is a, it ain't like a, di- it's like a dictionary sort of, ain't it? It's sort of like, what, like the web in a book? So they didn't teach you what it was uh, at school? That we we were taught what it was, but I've never had to use one. It's like some, it's like one of them things you're taught, but you never use it, so you forget it. It's like writing cursive. Yeah, I was taught in third grade all the cursive letters, but I've never I don't never use it. I'd never use it after third grade up until now, when I have to start signing stuff and putting my name to stuff. Now, that is a difference. Like we was taught cursive, and I'm pretty sure I started learning it in the third grade and. We used it all through school. Once you learned cursive, then you was you were rolling with cursive, son. God, that's that's something I. I, I uh, wonder what when print. they. I wonder, now now you sign something and it's print and signature. I wonder when they started moving out of that. Uh, but no, at the at the sources, words or phrases that mean the same thing in a different way. I mean, they mean the same thing. You, it's just a a different wording, right? So if you can't figure out how to word something correctly, or if a word doesn't sound correct to you, using it that way, it gives you some some options. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You ought to know that, you not head. I, like I said, I ain't never had to use one. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick, and then we'll we'll bounce off this booger. What's the elephant? You. How much was gas? When I was oh, 18 years old, take a guess. When you was 18, because you're you're 18 right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say that when you were 18 years old, gas probably wasn't no more than a, no more than a dollar ten cents. It, in 1998, it was from 106 to 143 a gallon. Yeah. And I'm just gonna leave it at that, cat. Now, when I first started driving. Gas was like a dollar seventeen a gallon. Yeah. When I I know for a fact when I first started driving this Ford Ranger I got I could fill that thing up for twenty bucks. Yeah. But then everybody knows what gas is like now. Yeah. So. Well. But yeah, that's a big change. But. I I, th- I think you, your childhood was is fairly similar to mine. Yeah. Besides, I, I probably a lot more of my childhood was spent indoors. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yours was more outside. Yeah. Well, there goes your dad blasted dog barking out there. Yeah. It's time to wrap this booger up, son. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Me too. I enjoyed talking about when the baby cooney, which was only a few days ago, was the baby cooney. And then big boy corn over there. Cornelius, the the cave folk hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, boy. I love you. Love you too. We'll holler at y'all. Deuces.